Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. And now the moment we've been waiting for is here. Previously on the Woody and Wilcox Show. Music means that uh, it's time to say hello to our buddy Justin Kutcher from Fox Sports. Kutcher, what's up? Oh, it's been too long. Dude, it's done so good. It has been a long time. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We're Thanks. doing awesome. I feel like the last time we talked to you, and I don't know why it's been so long, it's probably my fault, uh, was like right after you were the big honcho on the Westminster Dog Show on Fox Sports. Was it that long ago, do you think? When is that usually? February. Uh, I mean, it's right around Valentine's Day, so God. I feel like you broke up with me at that point. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's the whole year, basically. Justin, you, you changed your phone number. It took us this long to track you down. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've been crying a lot, uh-huh. Uh-huh. but um, I'm, I'm glad that I'm finally back. Well, what what I thought was awesome was somebody had tweeted at us last week. So for those that don't know who Justin is, among other things, obviously he does play-by-play for you name it, college football, basketball, NFL this weekend, right? Correct. Yep. Bears and Saints. Yeah, you're down in New Orleans having a good time uh, doing some Bears-Saints stuff. That'll be awesome. So, uh, But the other thing that Kutcher has become famous for, at least on our show, is that he has been nice enough, let's put it that way, to share some of our popular phrases during the broadcast of a football or basketball game or whatever it is. You remember, and I'll just give you an example. Uh, I may have occasionally made a mistake with a phrase here or there, uh, i.e. carrot at the end of the rainbow. And now, a moment with Wilcox. You're finding a hot woman, you're giving her a card, telling her you're basically a talent agent with the idea that there's a carrot at the end of the rainbow. Or whatever that's saying. (laughs) This has been a moment with Wilcox. So carrot at the end of the rainbow became a thing, and then uh, Justin Kutcher was able to work it into a college football game. Here was that audio. Well, every weekday morning, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp go head-to-head on the day's hottest sports topics. America's fastest-growing sports show, Undisputed, with Skip and Shannon weekdays from 9.30 a.m. to noon Eastern, only on FS1. You wonder if there's a carrot at the end of the rainbow here for this Texas Tech team trailing 42 to 3. <laughs> That's right. It's still one of my favorites because you worked that in so perfectly, Justin. Seamless. It was like, uh, like it was it almost like that was a real thing. Played, it's, a, it's a free promo for Undisputed. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, I watch a lot of Fox Sports 1, and <laughs> that thing does not get a rest. That same bed, everything, the music bed, the whole promo for Shannon, and I mean, that they get a lot of mentions on the football oh, game. Skip is such a fun guy. <laughs> 
Have you have you called a game where an animal ran onto a field or a guy like you know back in the day when uh, we've all we always play that clip of Kevin Harlan when the fat guy runs on the field and he's like he's got the forty and the fifty. And <laughs> have you ever had a scenario uh, like that unfold for you, whether it's a, a dude or an animal or whatever? I don't think I've ever had a person run onto the field. Um, I mean, not to be Debbie Downer. Um, I was the one who had the Braves Yankees game when the fan fell from the upper deck and died. Um, wow, so I'd that, forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. did that, you? That was that was pretty brutal. Did you? Now, obviously, at the time, you didn't know that person had died. Although I'm sure you um, speculated. I pretty much knew. Really? I yeah. I uh, I saw I saw out of the corner of my eye him fall, and then. Um, I said on the air, I was like, oh, my God, a fan just – I said, oh, my gosh, a fan just fell from the upper deck. They're going to have to stop this game. And they never stopped the game. And my producer said, stay with the game, stay with the game, stay with the game. Are you okay? Are you okay? And I just kept on looking over, and he was face down in the aisle. And I turned to my stats guy, and I just wrote, he's dead. And uh, they they didn't announce it until after the game, but he was dead. Oh. It was brutal. Like that was that was by far and away the hardest thing I've ever had to do was to actually call the game because I was calling the game while looking over like the the fill of the booth to see what's going on because they're performing CPR on them as like the game is going on. It was so at that point you're just trying to avoid it because you're not talking about it on the air. You're sort of just catching it out of the corner of your eye, but like I got to keep moving with the game. I got to keep moving. Yeah, and my analyst had a 16-year-old son in the booth with us, and so you're thinking like you don't want a 16-year-old to see this. Um, and I mean, I, I didn't want to see it. You don't want a kid to see it. And yeah. it was yeah, that was that was brutal. Um, and after the game, everyone's like, "Are you okay? Are you okay?" I'm like. I, I I could have been okay not seeing that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um. But it was yeah. That was that was the craziest thing. So it's something I hope I never ever see again. Right, so you'd welcome a cat or a squirrel or a large right. man. Well, here's your opportunity. I, I, I would love to call play by play of a cat. <laughs> when I'm a cat. Okay. Hey, any Woody and Wilcox listener who's going to the Saints game this weekend, please streak for Justin Kutcher. <laughs> Especially if you're large. That's right. We could probably set this up for yeah. you, man. Yeah. We can tee this up. Wilcox will pay no, your I, bail I'm money. Not, I'm not, Please, I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying. No, you're not. No. One or the other. We're going to take this bad memory and replace it with a golden memory of a scantily clad fat man running around a football field. You're in the clear, Justin. Everybody hears you not advocating for that, but we're advocating for that is <laughs> what's right. happening. You're the one saying no, and that's fine. You're, yeah. you're the upstanding citizen on this broadcast. Before we let you go, I want to go out on a high note. Let's go back to uh, last season when I believe you referenced who's eating tuna during a college basketball game. You got to call out that pick, man. You can't leave your teammates out there like that. Yell something left, right. Who's eating tuna? Something. Something. Just yell something. That's right. Yes, I love the color commentator. That's right. That's right. Who's eating tuna? (laughs) Cutcher, it's good to talk to you again, man. Thank you so much for taking some time this morning. Now you get to go hang out in New Orleans some more today. Look, I'm going to try to find some good sushi. Yeah. I had tuna last night. I mean, I, I had this great tuna wrap last night. <laughs> Who's sushi. eating tuna? Who's eating tuna? <gasps> 
Who's eating tuna? The answer is Justin Kutcher. I look forward to your streaker call in the Bears-Saints game this weekend. <laughs> oh, I do not. I do not. No streakers. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. See you guys. The following program is for entertainment purposes only. Really? That's amazing. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. They simply couldn't imagine being without each other. With Woody. Ah, what the hell is the matter with you? And Wilcox. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! This is the Woody and Wilcox Show. This is insanity! The Woody and Wilcox Show. This is like, you know, when you're getting your legs waxed and they whip that thing off real fast. (laughs) That's what this is like. And now, it's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I've been through this a million times in all my years in the theater. Take a deep breath. Blow it out. Let's just do a good show, okay? Everybody do a good show. Looks like everybody made it back. In body, perhaps. (laughs) Right. (laughs) You remember how to do this? (laughs) No. No? Okay. Maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah, some of you noticed, and some of you may not have, that we weren't uh, we weren't actually here yesterday or Monday. We had a couple of days off. Thanks to everybody who did realize that and was speculating. There was even a poll that was sent out by a uh, Woody and Wilcox listener on Twitter. None of your options were correct, by the way. This was just a, uh, we just had a scheduled couple of days off. That was it. Had nothing to do with my body and its well-being. Right. Mm-hmm. Had nothing to do with Chelsea finally quitting, which was one of the other options. Oh, okay. And then there was something about a Woody game Wednesday that uh, caused the ouster of the show entirely. <laughs> not only has it not, but apparently there'll be another one today. So as, oh. as far as the Woody game Wednesday goes, that Damn is. Damn right there. All right. Will. That's great to come back to. Oh. So, Chelsea nearly left the country over the last couple of days. Am I right? It's like, as I can't even speak about it. I was so close to Canada. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, right? Yeah. First time ever in Maine for Chelsea. Am I right? No, 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 no. That was not my, the first time ever. Not the first time ever. <laughs> no, not the first time ever. First That's time right. ever, the whole right. state lost power. She I went had hiking gone there. up there with her sister when Steve Byrne gave her the business about her snack yes. bag. Yes. Sorry, that was very in-depth and <laughs> unnecessary. <laughs> But that yeah, was the right. yeah, summer of 2016. No hiking this time, though. And you, the whole state, like, state of emergency. Storm, like, no power. Because you were there? Oh. No, I don't think so. The second half of my trip, storm whipped through. Didn't think anything of it. You know, a storm you would have at night. But crazy winds and sh- the power situation is just wipes out the state, basically. Nearly two-thirds of the state. No power. I mean, not just for a little bit. Like, for still. Have you heard about Puerto Rico? Thank you for helping me keep perspective. I just perspective. want to make sure you keep that in your mind yeah. because uh, my guess is they got their power back on in Maine within the last uh, 48 hours, right? Uh, I don't know. I think Puerto Rico is still... Do you I'm not hear talking about, this? about Puerto Rico. I'm talking about Maine. I know. No, they still don't have power. Did you? I, I didn't see anything about a... It's Maine, right. for crying out loud. It's off the grid, basically. Right. <laughs> it's not making a lot of headlines, I don't think, normally. Sadly, neither is Puerto Rico. I realize it's I vacation land, but it's not really uh, probably as high on the totem pole yeah. as you'd imagine the Take state of Maine might be. Take a vacation from your electricity? <laughs> you know how it is here. Somebody hits a telephone pole and like 32 people don't have power and things are crazy. Yeah. This is like 500,000 people, half a million people. Prolonged, no power. And yes, Puerto Rico is still worse. So, 
Uh, no one died, I don't think. No 89-year-old? Of, you know, celebrity status while we were out. Further proof that that is just a vicious yeah. rumor. I think it's good to see that that is just a vicious rumor. That's good times. Um, well, uh, I'll tell you this. Uh, we're going to pick right up where we left <laughs> off. We're rocking and rolling. Yeah. Huh? Uh, my password worked when I came in this morning, so one for one, amigo. Mm-hmm. We uh, have got a round of it happening in Florida coming up. Uh, we will, apparently, back by what I'm calling popular demand, a Woody Game Wednesday will rear its ugly head here oh, in a little yeah. bit. Uh, we got a chat on the way next. Thank God the uh, folks at Forbes have come forward with the list of the top earning dead celebrities over the last uh, 12 hours. They always do, or 12 months. They always do this over the uh, Halloween week. Uh, and I'm always fascinated by it. Yeah. Because you know some of the names, but some of the, the amounts of money that people who are no longer with us are still making uh, is mind boggling. And uh, that's one of the things I want to share with you when we get into the chat. Think about that. I'll quiz you when we get into it next. Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. And now it's time for the Chat Report. Stuff happening around the globe. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, the G is silent. Beep, 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 beep. On the Woody and Wilcox Show. This happened last night. And we're one strike away from a game seven. This series too good to end in six. Hell yeah, Dodgers force a game seven. They win it three to one. Not that I'm excited about the outcome necessarily, just uh, getting into the vibe of it. Uh, So there will be a game seven in the World Series tonight, as a matter of fact, in L.A. First ever game seven at Dodger Stadium. First ever game at Dodger Stadium in the month of November. Is that right? Yes. I didn't know all the uh, you trivia. Know, you know how baseball always whips out these weird facts. I it, saw that thrown around online like, oh, this is the first one ever. It is all about statistics. That's what baseball is. Uh, and before you say, gosh, I haven't even really been uh, paying much attention, it is being watched by a lot of people. As a matter of fact, the five games last week, is it all last week? All were the top-rated shows in the country. Did better than anything. I don't mean just sports. I mean those were the five most watched things on TV. So people are actually watching it, even though sometimes you'd be told to, to the contrary. I feel like people are like, oh, nobody's watching baseball. Have anymore. you caught any? No, you know, and I was I love baseball. I played baseball. It was one of my two favorite sports, but somehow over the years I have drifted away from it a little bit. I it's kind of for me like watching movies. You yeah. know, I don't watch movies and then everybody goes, "How do you not watch movies? How do you not like them?" I do like movies. I find it hard to sit down and spend an hour and a half to two and a half hours on anything. To be honest, including this show, by the way, very, very difficult <laughs> mm-hmm. for me. And a baseball game, you realize game five took five and a half hours. Oh, did you know that? Yeah. No. yeah I that mean, was... yeah, a short game is is maybe a couple and a half in the World Series. So it's I just I find it hard to dedicate the time more than anything else. It, it is a it's a slow process. Uh, but it was great. It was festive. I don't know if you saw this. Be out to the ball game. Sorry. Take me out to the crowd. Nope. 
buy me some penis and cracker jacks. Sorry, that was just on my baseball page. That didn't actually happen last night. But did you see it? It was uh, fun when it did happen. Uh, I want to get to the uh, the dead celebrities thing in a second here and how much dough they're making. But something made the rounds yesterday. Um, you're familiar with Wendy Williams? She does yes. like a talk show, right? Or something like mm-hmm. that? Yeah, it does a daytime TV talk show. And uh, yesterday she passed out. They did a live show for Halloween. And uh, whether you know who Wendy Williams is or not is not the the question in, the, in this situation. Um, I want you to listen to some audio of her. She comes out. This is towards the end of the show, and she's in a Statue of Liberty costume because it's Halloween. And this happens. Halloween uh, costume contest. We do it every year. It's always a lot of fun. Let's get started. Our first caress. She uh, keels over. Keels over? Keels over on live TV. And nobody knows what's going on. Is it, It's Halloween. Is this a trick? Mm-hmm. Is this a treat? She comes back. That was not a stunt. I'm overheated in my costume and I did pass out. But you know what? I'm a champ and I'm back. So the contest winners are Lily and Pablo. Now, I don't want to minimize anybody who's having health issues by any way, shape, or form. You've seen people pass out before, right, Woody? I have. Um, have you seen the video of Wendy Williams passing out? I see you posted on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. Just take a look at that and tell me if you believe it. I don't know why I would question it, and I didn't question it until I saw the video. And then when I saw the video... Have you watched it, Chelsea? Have I'm you watched what, no, it? No, I'm getting ready to. Was she wearing some kind of super heavy furry outfit? It was a Statue of Liberty costume, I, and I don't know how heavy it was. It wasn't furry. Uh, Statue of Liberty traditionally not furry. Oh, mm. that'd be fun, though. Um, there's a look in her eye, and, and I just, I, I, I can't, I can't explain it any more than that. I'd like you to watch it and decide if you think it's legitimate or not. Because uh, I kind of feel like after watching it that it's still, even though she came right back and said that's not a stunt, I feel like it was a stunt. Why would you do that? I don't know. And Maybe I'm wrong. Listening to her voice as she's trying to announce stuff, like you hear, like she's losing control of her voice and other stuff, but you're right. Her face is uh, like it's... I've never seen, because she goes down, most people when they faint, it's a slow... Losing of facilities and it's a crumpling to the ground. Mm -hmm. She, when you hear that audio and you heard it, there's a pause. uh, Costume contest, we do it every year. It's always a lot of fun. Let's get started. Our first caress. Now, here, when you don't hear any noise, her eyes get really wide and it's like she's seen a ghost and like she's terrified of something, which is not, not usually the way it goes. And then when she goes down, I mean, I've never seen anyone go down quicker. Like, take a dive. And again, if she has something going wrong, that's my bad. I apologize. I'm not trying to throw in. I've just never seen anyone faint like that. It's very different for me. And I want you to take a look and see what you think. Facebook page right now. I'll tweet it out here in a second. And you can 
chime in with I your think thoughts it's real. With it. You think it's real? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know why you would fake something like that. And There's, it's not like it's gaining you a ton of notoriety or something. It's just, it's it's an unbelievably shocking faint. The look on her face is worth, you know, the the 30 seconds or whatever to watch that video. It's it's weird. Who do you think is the top earning dead celebrity right now? Elvis. Michael Jackson. One of you is right. One of you is wrong. Chelsea. So, Chelsea's right. Yeah. Michael Jackson, I think he has been now for quite some time. Uh, any, anybody have any idea how much money Michael Jackson made now that he's been dead for eight years? Wow. <sighs> Just this past year, how much he made? Yep. Twelve months. Sixty million. Very close. I'm going to give it to you for that. Seventy-five million dollars is what Michael Jackson made <laughs> for the last twelve months as a person who's no longer living. And eight years in, I might add, seventy-five wow. million dollars. I bet you in a million years you'd never guess number two, though. You both were right on target. Elvis is not number two. He is top five. Dead celebrity. Dead celebrity. Number two uh, earning. Prince. Elvis, by the way, is four. Is it Prince or somebody who's recently passed? Yes, recently passed. Dick Clark. Dick Clark isn't recently passed. Oh. Uh, Tom Petty. It's been just over a year since this person has been dead. I can't, I can barely remember who's dead and who's alive as it is. Any other hints? Athlete. Although that's going to throw you off. Not a sport that you think of as crazy athletic. Bowling? Not, <laughs> not a bowler, right. shockingly. Oh, no, you're right. Body. I did say it was weird, so I'll give you credit I, I for went, going I really weird. extra weird. It is not a dead bowler. Um, Muhammad Ali, <laughs> is he dead? I think of that as an athletic sport. And no, is he dead? Muhammad Ali has passed, yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get it. Arnold Palmer is number two on the list of top earning dead celebrities. I didn't know he was dead. He died in September of last year, so it's just over a year, if my math is right. People have been pounding those tea and lemonade concoctions. Does he? I don't think he gets. Well, I mean, he's he's got some of his own brand, right? But you don't get. He doesn't get money when somebody orders an older Arnold Palmer. I wish he did. He doesn't have that. Maybe he does have that trademark, but I still like, if you go into the restaurant and order one, it's not like (laughs) cha-ching. Arnold just made 10 cents. What's he making his money off of then? I I got golf courses. uh, He's, you know, stuff. How much are we talking about? Used to do Pennzoil commercials, I think. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sure. $40 million. What? $40 million. There's got, it must have to do with somehow the golf courses and things that he's designed and people playing them or something. I have, I don't know. Uh, Peanuts creator, Charles Schultz, number three. He's been gone a while. Since 2000. Well, Elvis has been dead since 77. Elvis is not dead. So thirty-five million is what Elvis made last year after being dead for—is that fifty years? Uh, Forty years. By the way, that's what Wendy Williams saw Elvis, and that's what made her faint. <laughs> right, I don't think that's accurate. And Bob Marley, rounding out the top five, dead since nineteen eighty-one, made twenty-three million dollars last year. Wow! So it's clearly, kids, I don't know why you're going <sighs> to school. 
Yeah. Woody is suggesting that you simply pass on, and that'll be your <laughs> mm-hmm. key to success. I think that's the way it works. We've got a, a round of It Happened in Florida on the way that'll hopefully make us all feel better about not making $40 million as a dead man. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So let's hit off this uh, round of It Happened in Florida. We've got three stories. This is what we do. If you're not familiar, when we play It Happened in Florida, Woody and I share three stories real quick. They're all true. One of them happened in the troubled state of Florida. You have to spot that story. 844-4WW-SHOW. And Woody's got story number one. Story number one is about a mom doing the best that she can with what she's got. She's 28 years old. And decided to give her kids a little bit of a treat and got them their own little plastic pool, right? This is a pretty cool thing. Mm -hmm. Now, she uh, drives a car that doesn't necessarily fit that pool, but she wants to get the pool home to the kids. What do you do at that point? Put it on top of your car. That's exactly right, Chelsea. Now, you don't have anything to strap down that pool to the top of your car. What do you use to weight it down? Get one of the other kids to sit on it. Chelsea, you are a great mom, as the 28-year-old mom has been arrested after cops saw her child sitting on the pool on top of the car. From Georgia, I've seen some things like that. And driving home, quoting here, didn't think it was a big deal. My dad let me do that when I was their age. She did tell the officer she had no way to strap down the, uh, the pool, so she had her son climb onto the roof and hold it down while she drove home. The cops are like, you you did that? She's like, well, yeah, but I mean, I strapped him down inside the pool, so it was safe. Was it in Florida where she decided, you know what, this is the solid way to go. Nothing bad can happen. Story number two has to do with one of the biggest problems that we face as a society, not just here uh, in these United States, but around the world. I'm talking about distracted walking. Mm. You're walking down the street, you got your cell phone, and you're not paying attention to what's happening, and then boom, you run into a lamppost because you weren't looking. Mm -hmm. What do we do about that? Anybody have any suggestions? Do we do anything? Is this just some sort of weeding out process for society, or do we do something? About the epidemic, or if I run into a (laughs) lamppost? Well, I would say, I guess, about the epidemic, yeah. How do we curb it? We start fining people for walking while texting. Sorry, I can't accept that as a municipality has decided to put airbags around lampposts. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Airbags. Airbags. They can't stop you. They can't fine you for walking down the street not paying attention. They can protect you, though, from yourself. 
by putting airbags on lampposts so that if you do inadvertently run into a lamppost while looking at your cell phone walking down the street, at least you're not going to get horribly injured. So these are already inflated airbags, or is there a sensor when you hit it, it goes off? I will say I haven't seen the actual airbags yet, obviously. This is a fairly new thing. Uh, one of the members in this particular governmental organization says that they hope that the hubbub created by putting the airbags on the signpost and light post is going to be enough of a distraction to keep people from running into them. Is it Florida is my question for you at 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got the third and final. Third and final story has to do with a woman who was arrested for selling her body on the street. Now, uh, Wilcox, Chelsea, you guys have been around the world. Chelsea, you just got back from Maine. Mm-hmm. What's, what's the price of uh, of, uh, of a lady's um, attention for a little while? In Maine? Uh, anywhere. What do I? What am I getting? How long? Uh, well, it, well, I don't know exactly. This was a specific act that they negotiated upon. Uh, 20 bucks. 20 bucks is too high. Wilcox? That's too high? Yes. 10? Sorry. The correct answer in story number three is $5 and a beanie baby. That's the correct answer. She negotiated with the undercover officer the $5 bill and a beanie baby teddy bear, according to the affidavit. Did he have that on him? And she was just like, I'm going to want that little bear. Or you got to go and buy one. So many questions. There was a a lengthy negotiation process. (laughs) I'm not quite sure. Was it in Florida? Let's let Adrian have the first crack at this. Adrian, all three stories actually happened. One of them went down in the plywood state. Can you tell us which one? Story number three. Story number three is the one. Yeah. Just a woman in St. Petersburg, Florida. $5 bill and a beanie baby will get you a little mouth hug. Maybe what it was is she knew that he'd have to go back to the 90s to get a beanie baby. And this was a way of just really pushing off the act totally. You know uh, what I'm saying? Because once you say how much and you go $5 and a beanie baby, he's like, oh, my God. How do I get a beanie baby? And all of a sudden, you know, the whole thing is done. Uh, she was really just trying to avoid the situation completely. I like your okay. optimism, but no. Uh, story number two, not in this country. They've uh, already gotten out in front of us in Austria, so we better catch up. First, everybody's beating us and beating us in math and science in other countries. Now they're beating us in lamppost airbags in other countries. Salzburg, Austria is where this one went down. And story number one, the woman putting her child in the pool on top of her car in the Florida of the Midwest. It was in Salkville, Wisconsin. <laughs> The Woody and Wilcox Show. I just want to do a quick follow-up on what we talked about maybe 40 minutes ago or so. And if you're just joining us and it's new, uh, talk show, TV talk show host Wendy Williams yesterday um, uh, passed out on a live. They did a live show yesterday for Halloween, and they were wearing costumes. She was wearing a costume. And at one point, this was the audio when she uh, keeled over. That was her going down after having what seemed like sort of a normal conversation initially. Here was the beginning of that. Halloween uh, costume contest. We do it every year. It's always a lot of fun. Let's get started. Our first caress. (laughs) 
Well, there's two reasons why I play it. A, uh, you know, if this was a bad situation, it's maybe a good way for others to recognize a similar situation. Because, by the way, she came right back up, and here was her response. That was not a stunt. I'm overheated in my costume when I did pass out. But you know what? I'm a champ, and I'm back. So the contest winners are Lily and Pablo. Who love daytime TV. Thank you very much. So she goes on and finishes out the show and everything seems fine. I brought it up because, and I don't wish her any ill. I've never seen anyone faint like that. The way she looked and then the quickness with which she went down, it was shocking. And I threw it up. It's on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. It's on uh, Twitter. If you're following along at Woody and Wilcox, watch it for yourself. And I simply pose a question. Is it real? She addresses this was not a stunt. And I don't know why you would make a stunt out of that. No, it's Halloween, Halloween, you know, that sort of thing. Maybe as a trick. No. Yeah, ratings? maybe so. Well, I guess, Ray, does it help ratings? Well, we're I don't talking know. about it. Yeah, does that help her? I don't know. Why is my voice getting so high? Maybe people want to tune in to see if she's going to go down like a bag of broccoli again. I don't think so. John is like, that's so damn fake. Uh, John, Another John, not much about her is real. Uh, Wes, that was fake as hell. However, there is uh, Lisa who says that was a stroke. That's not funny. Her face dropped. She slurred her speech. That's TIA, which I had to look up. Transient ischemic attack. Uh, Someone chimes in. Yes, exactly right. Saying she should get an MRI immediately. That's scary. I mean, she came right back, though. Wait, I mean, I don't think there's a protocol like in football. They don't have like a, a doctor or a no, trainer No, but I think backstage. when somebody has a stroke, what, what he's saying is... You is don't it, pop right back up and continue on with what you were doing. However, Lisa on the Facebook page says, actually, that does happen. People have strokes. They pop right back up sometimes, believe it or not. My aunt had several mini strokes before realizing what was actually going on. Don't know. Don't, that's why I threw it out there. That's I wasn't crazy. condemning her. I'm asking a question, and there are people who I know have a little bit more medical training than we do on the Woody and Wilcox what? show. That's why it was fascinating to me, because I'd never seen one quite like that. And believe it or not, we've seen, oddly, a lot of people pass out for various reasons. You know? I'd never seen one quite like that. So I appreciate those of you chiming in. You can see it on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. You can see it on Twitter. Um, you're probably going to pass out yourself because we do have Woody game Wednesday. No amount of medical training can save you. No, I can imagine (laughs) that we're all doomed. No question about it. Woody has uh, apparently, and we'll get into this in a second, determined today, today that we should be celebrating some sort of event, some sort of special occasion and has created a contest around it. Uh, we'll find out what it is. We'll dig in next. The Woody and Wilcox show. So many great things we could be celebrating today for Woody Game Wednesday. Just, I mean, take a look at the birthdays. Bo Bice. Bo Bo Bice's birthday today, right? Sorry, did you start that out by saying so many great things we could celebrate? Okay. The first thing you mentioned was Bo. I mean, nothing against Bo Bice, but you got to start somewhere. Remember when he cried about Popeyes in the Atlanta airport? Yes. God, that was good. Remember when Kid Rock told him he should mess up the spacing in his name and go by Bob Ice? I do not remember that. Did you just make that up? I did not. You would buy an album from Bob Ice, wouldn't you? <laughs> Bo Bice? No. Bob Ice? Absolutely. All right. I don't know. But it's we're fun not to celebrating say. him. Jenny McCarthy, 45 years young. Sadly, she's taken. She's off the market, fellas. Anthony Kiedis, 
Lead singer of the Red Hot Chili Peppers. How old do you think he is today? 50. 55. Really? Yes. I wouldn't have guessed that old. I wouldn't have guessed that old either. Uh, But you know what? We're not celebrating any of those things. We are celebrating something a little bit different. Dia de los Muertos. The Day of the Dead. The Dead Man's Party, some people would say. Woody, is it an excuse just to play Oingo Boingo outside of a science minute? Maybe. For those of you just joining us, uh, you'll learn, unfortunately, if you can stick through for, you know, another five minutes. Woody has a fascination with the band Oingo Boingo. They are the greatest band in the world. Let's meet our contestants before we get into the game. Grayson, good morning. Try it again. Good morning. Hey, what's up? There he is. What's going on? Uh, Taking you on is going to be John. John, good morning. Morning. Well, uh, it is Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, celebrated all around the world, even in these United States. And I've come up with a game to help us celebrate. And it's going to be played by Wilcox and Chelsea. All right. No. Yes. And the game is called Dead or Alive. Oh. We're awful at this. <laughs> We're awful at everything, Chelsea. Yes. I don't know we if you've listened a, to the show. We I'm have gonna, a few high points. I'm going to be putting uh, 20 seconds on the timer. And I'm going to give you somebody famous. You tell me if they're alive or if they're dead. That's okay. it. That's I mean, that it. Seems pretty simple. Yeah, but not easy. I don't think it's very easy. Uh, so twenty seconds, as many as you can get. Grayson, you were in first. You get to decide who do you want to uh, play on your behalf. Would you like Wilcox or Chelsea? I'll go with Wilcox. You're going to go Wilcox, okay? John, it's you and Chelsea together. Would you like to go first, or would you like to force the other team to go first? Uh, we'll let them go first. You're going to let them go first. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Let me get all situated here. Grayson Wilcox, you guys are going to go first. I'm going to put 20 seconds on the timer. Alive or dead? That's all you have to say. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Any questions before we get started? If we get it wrong, does the other person get a point? No. No, no, no. I wouldn't do that to you. Number one, because I can't do that level of math. All right. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Uh, alive or dead? Doris Day. Dead. No, she's alive. Dick Van Dyke. Uh, alive? Yes. And Margaret. Dead. No, she's alive. Mel Brooks. Alive. John McLaughlin. Alive. He is dead. Roger Moore. Dead. Yes. Nice job. You got three of them right there. Who am I? Th- who is Mel Brooks married to? Is that not oh. Ann Margaret? That's a different Ann? Because uh, I know his wife is dead, and I was thinking he was married to Ann Margaret. I know Mel Brooks' wife is dead. Huh? I do Your know that. Your level of knowledge is amazing. No, I, I don't know why I remember that, but I remember that. Is that not his wife? Who's his wife? Some other lady named Ann who's dead. Yeah, you're right. I'm looking it up right now. Ann Margaret was not married to Mel Brooks. Who am I thinking of? Ann Bancroft? Yeah, that's what I think so. All right. How many did I get? You got three. All right, Grayson. We're all right. All right. Oh, yeah, man. Chelsea, do you think you can beat three? Probably not. Dead or alive, celebrating Dia de los Muertos. Uh, Here we go. 20 seconds on the timer. Ed Asner. Dead. Oh, he is alive. Carol Channing. Alive. Yes. Jackie Mason. Dead. No, he is alive. Burt Bacharach. Alive. Yes. (laughs) Conrad Bain. Dead. Yes. Estelle Harris. Dead. No, she's alive. Sydney Pointier. Dead. No. Oh. 
He is alive. How dare you try and kill Grayson, Sidney Poitier? Grayson, I think we got a tie right now. Yes. Is that where we are? Thank three you. apiece? <laughs> yes, three apiece. All right. All right. Let's do another round. Uh, this is going to be uh, a best of three because I only have so many celebrities that are dead. <laughs> All right. There are plenty that are alive and plenty that are dead. Okay. So uh, best of three. Wilcox first. Wilcox goes first. I'm sorry. Best of three. I don't understand. So we're not headed. We're not head to head. No. So no. we've got another round, but there's only three. Just another round. I've got three of these. So no. For timer. each of us. Yes. And then I've got a tiebreaker if we're still tied after that. Okay. Because the timer's not. So best. this. Is- Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's not timed. Right. Okay, you're going to give me three. Yes. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh, Kirk Douglas. He's alive. He is alive. He's 100 years old. Nice job. Angela Lansbury. Alive. Yes. Mary Tyler Moore. Just died, I believe. Nice job. I don't like it when it's not time. Three for three. You don't like it when it's... Boom! Right, Grayson? Boom! Yeah, man. I'm going to go ahead and apologize, John. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's all good. You can do this. Are you ready, Chelsea? Yes. Martin Landau. Alive. He is dead. Oh! <laughs> I barely know who these stumble are. right out of the blocks. Right. Would you have gotten Adam West? Dead. That is correct. Chuck Berry. Dead. Yes. Sorry. Martin Landau Lost by tripped one. you up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's the way it goes. I'm really bad Woo! at this. My pleasure, Grace. Anybody who <laughs> was old when I was young, like really old when I was growing up, I just assume is dead. <laughs> Thank you for that. No, I'm just letting people know. So this, is why I'm, this is why I'm so bad at this. Kirk Douglas would like a word with you. <laughs> right. I bet he would. Yes. <laughs> that, my friends, right. is how you celebrate Dia de los Muertos. Or you can celebrate in your own way. Or do what I did most of yesterday. Google if people were alive or dead. <laughs> it was fun, yeah. You did yeah. that most of yesterday? It's a lot harder than you think. Nice job, Grayson. Congrats. Hang on, man. The Woody and Wilcox Show. You're just tuning in. We just wrapped up Woody Game Wednesday. The tradition, not the, uh, not necessarily good, just a tradition. Uh, and apparently today is Dia de los Muertos. So uh, Chelsea and I had to distinguish between celebrities. Were they dead or are they alive? Uh, thanks to those of you ringing in on Twitter in the aftermath of the game, including Lorenzo, who says, I'm confused. Was that really Woody Game Wednesday? It was so painless, which I believe is a compliment. Thank although you. I'm so un- not used to seeing a compliment <laughs> that I'm not sure I can spot one when I see one. You're not used to it. Uh, screaming Hanya, hey, Woody, uh, that was probably one of your better 50-50 games. However, just because it didn't suck doesn't mean it's good. I would agree, and uh, Canadian James has already put it up on the Woody and Wilcox subreddit page. Wow. So you can, uh, if if you're new to the show and you don't know, our buddy uh, Canadian slash American James, he is now uh, American as well, mm-hmm. uh, puts up every single Woody game on uh, Reddit, and you can go back and page through 
months and months of disappointment if <laughs> you know if that's sort of your thing to we, get off on that sort of thing if you thought today was horrible go to that page and you will be astounded there was some argument on uh, social media because one of the celebrities that woody brought up and we were supposed to distinguish uh, dead or alive was Anne margaret and there seemed to be um consensus at least from chelsea and i that we were not sure about who Anne margaret is and all you came up with was herpes and Elvis, and that didn't that didn't help me at all. She gave Elvis crabs. That's all. That that's the rumor from back in the day. But this was she was a huge actress, nominated for a couple of Academy Awards. A I know the of, name. I just uh, couldn't. Grammys. Not, I couldn't have told a couple of Grammys. Yes, she uh, won five Golden Globes, nominated for two Academy Awards, two Grammy Awards. I mean, this is she was on that edge of sort of. Uh, Black and white film into, uh, it, it, she did everything: dancing, singing, acting. She was a big deal. You guys don't know who Anne Margaret is? No, just the name. I, why? Why would I? I, you know, I don't know. Just no, Those knowing reasons? older people, knowing <laughs> older, older people. people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just by being alive. It was, she's one of those things. names. It's a famous name. Right. And I was trying All to come right, up right. with whether she was alive or dead. That's enough, Ann Margaret. By the way, still uh, live on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. You don't get to see this sort of entertainment uh, very often. So mm-hmm. I think somebody just replied, this isn't very exciting. Victoria, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. I'm right. glad yeah. to see that you're new and you're checking it out and have already made probably a very astute observation. Thank you to Amanda, who says, I'm 33 and I know who Ann Margaret is amanda that's because you're a smart individual now you make poor decisions when it comes to morning radio but you know it's okay um was there so we for those that are weren't aware yesterday and monday we were not actually here we had a couple of days off so today wednesday being our first day back live um did we have a bit on yesterday's show where we replayed uh that had something to do with summer camps Anybody anybody know? Because there was some interesting reaction uh, on social media, including uh, a man who attended a themed summer camp that I've never heard of. Now, you know, in other words, you know how you go to, let's say, a basketball camp or space camp, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. I figured I had heard all of those different themed summer camps for some reason, and obviously I was wrong. Um, if if you went to what you think as is an is an interesting uh, themed summer camp, I may need you to chime in, and I'll share with you what we heard uh, on Facebook in just a couple of minutes. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't know what we were talking about on the show yesterday because we weren't actually here. So yesterday and Monday we were off. We had scheduled days off, and so we played some uh, previous bits. Is what we do usually when we're not here. And something obviously uh, made Colin decide to chime in on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. And Colin said something that I had never seen before. He said, my parents sent me to asthma camp one year. We weren't allowed to do anything strenuous. We made candles. We could walk as long as we had our inhaler. And we did fishing with a bamboo stick and a piece of string. He said it was a day camp, but it was several days worth of a day camp. Have you ever heard of asthma camp? And I've asked him to be specific. 
this was truly a camp just for folks with asthma, or did you just call it that? What were really the details behind it? And I tried to Google that, and I did. I do see that there are other asthma camps out there as you look on the Internet, so I guess it is a thing. I had never heard of that before. That seems very severe in the restrictions. I mean, I, I get it that there are kids out there that, you know, can't run and play and oh, jump, and that's and it stinks. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. But but I'd never heard of a camp. But when you can't, you know, use a rod and reel, you've got to use a bamboo stick because the the fishing is too strenuous. I don't know if that's what he's saying or not. Maybe that is what he's indicating. I'm not sure. But you've not heard of it before. I have never heard of that. Uh, I'm reading a note, the instant message from Jonathan, who says. Uh, my parents were big followers of the dead, so I grew up a hippie. The summer camp I went to was called Plantation Camp. Everybody experiences a life unplugged was their catchphrase. We had all kinds of stuff to do, like you could ride a horse bareback, building a fort. There was no electricity. We did have running water. You could tie-dye. It was basically a week of living off the grid. That seems great today. I bet back in the day you were like, wait well, a second. This just... For summer camp, I'm going to go someplace where there's no electricity. 844-4WW-SHOW. At some point in your youth, or maybe you are a youth and you've recently done this, uh, sort of an unusual themed summer camp or something of that nature that you either willingly went to and want to mm. tell us how awesome it was. Maybe somebody has the wrong opinion of it or B, maybe we're forced into it and now look back and, you know, it's the type of thing that you share with a mediocre morning show uh, to sort of help you with therapy. I just Googled uh, interesting summer camps and the, one of the first ones that came up was kids culinary camp. Well, that's cool. That helps you explore different passions and, and talents and whatnot. $9,800 for one month. Right, if your parents have money. Kids will be exposed to crockpot cookery, Crock. canning and preserving. I've, You know, and I've heard of, well, I don't know if I've heard of camp. Eh, I think I have heard of camp. It's a crockpot camp. <laughs> well, I don't know about the crockpot part of it. But for 10 right. grand, I know. better be a, Well, yeah. Open up some you, beans. You said that was a month, though. I mean, that's not just, usually a camp is like a week max. A month. Well, a lot of kids go away for a month of summer camp, I feel like. Mm. I'm dreaming of that day. But for a month of crockpot lessons? I, it's probably not all crockpots. It better not when, when be. When you lead with the kids will <laughs> learn about crockpot crock cookery. And canning? You set that on low, Johnny. Low, I said, not on high. By the way, uh, Colin has rung back in with the answers that I was asking. Yes, my camp was a camp specifically for kids with asthma. It was all unstrenuous and low risk. But, he says, I did get second place in the bass fishing. Pulled up the same fish twice, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he said the reason why I thought of this is because you guys were talking about bad field trips yesterday. Oh. Um, so I guess that's what made him think about the... Uh, mm. Asthma camp. Well, I'm glad to see you're doing well these days, Colin. It uh, hasn't affected you mentally too much, although you are listening to the Woody and Wilcox show. Mm -hmm. um, 844-4WW show, the uh, way that you can get through. If you went to a uh, sort of an unusually themed uh, a summer camp or yeah, I don't think it had to be during the summer, uh, you know, uh, just something that you attended that most people would be like, oh, that's huh. 
I didn't know they had that. I see Sam is already ringing in uh, at 844-4WW show. Sam, stand by. I've never heard of what you're describing right now, and I'd love to get uh, him and your calls on next here on the Woody and Wilcox Show. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So uh, a little earlier we were talking about uh, Colin, who had chimed in on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page and was sharing that when he was younger, he had gone to something called Asthma Camp. I'd never heard of that before. Uh, obviously, I know that having asthma, it, it sucks. I mean, uh, in so many different ways. But I didn't know that there was a, a camp where he says they did, you know, unstrenuous type, low risk stuff where they didn't uh, get too active and so forth. Never heard of it uh, before and thought, you know what? I'd like to hear a couple of more maybe that we haven't heard of before. And 844-4WW-SHOW is the way you can always reach us on the phone for whatever's going on. Uh, Rusty is on the line. Rusty, what's going on? Yes, good morning. How you doing? Uh, good, man. What's your deal? Good. Hey, I uh, talked to you about the asthma camp. Uh, myself, I'm actually a fireman EMT with the North Carolina Air National Guard, and my wife is a respiratory therapist part-time at Northeast Medical Center and also a respiratory and therapist instructor at It's only a four-hour show, Rusty. (laughs) i I, I, got to get to your story, man. That's just part of it. The asthma camp y'all are talking about, I actually help with it. Um, I have no clue where that child went, but the ones that we uh, used to do here in Concord is the simple fact we went out to the YMCA. A lot of strenuous activity. I mean, we went swimming. We had gym time. We went out and did outdoor stuff. And only two hours of the eight-hour day, we did um, education for asthma, the spirometry, how to use their inhalers, and stuff of that nature. So I'm just trying to figure out where this kid actually went. Huh. I don't know. but uh, So you're saying it wasn't necessarily low impact and so forth where you went? Correct. Uh, like Kids said, are being had, monitored, I'm sure. So obviously they're watching closely, and everybody's got the proper equipment. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Equipment, whether it's inhalers and things like that. Correct. We had doctors there, nurses, respiratory therapists, EMTs. So well, that's interesting. Kids be normal. Right. So, mm-hmm. in other words, let them go out and actually get vigorous, so to speak. But you're there to monitor, and if something goes wrong, that makes a lot of sense to me, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But two hours a day of education every day. Like how how much can yeah. you talk about how to use your inhaler? Believe it or not, it's actually a two-year and four-year degree uh, for respiratory therapists. How to use it, how to properly use it to see their levels they need to be so they can know when their triggers are going to happen. Wow. So, I mean, it's actually a lot in-depth. I didn't know as much until I actually sat down and listened to my wife talk about it. Wow. Huh. We appreciate the call. Rusty, thank you so much, man. All right. Thank you. Have right, a good one. You too. 844-4WW-SHOW. Now, here's a dude that I don't think uh, I've ever heard of this type of camp either. Sam, you're on with Woody and Wilcox. What's your deal, man? Uh, so I've actually been to a diabetes camp. It sounded like you said a diabetes camp. Yeah, I did. To get it or to live with it? To live with it. So I went to a camp where um, a bunch of kids my age um, all had diabetes, and we kind of just went there 
uh, I guess, uh, experience our problems together. I'm confused, I guess. What would you do differently than, let's say, a traditional camp with kids who don't necessarily have diabetes? Well, the food's a lot different, I can tell you that. Okay, yeah, yep. I guess I get um, that, other, sure. Other than, other than that, it's a, it's a normal camp, you know. Um, I would say, uh, I guess, some weird things that we would do. I mean, you kind of see kids sticking themselves with needles all the time. That's a little weird. Um, I'm older now, so that was, it's been a while since I've, I went to this camp, but um, it sure, it, it was, it was kind of cool, though. I mean, it's, so it sounds like a traditional summer camp, just that they had different dietary regulations. Yeah. Did and they call it diabetes camp? Uh, no, um, I actually don't remember exactly what they called it. Okay. But um, I do know that like every single kid that went there um, had diabetes. Okay. Was Wilford Brimley there? All right. <laughs> no, sad, sadly, no. Uh-huh. Yeah, that is too bad. <laughs> He's alive, right? (laughs) Yes, he is still with us. So, yeah, I mean, that makes complete sense, honestly, once Mm -hmm. you describe it out. It's just obviously if you'd have said to somebody, I went to diabetes camp, that does seem unusual, no question. But once you explain it, it makes complete sense. Yeah. We appreciate the call, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. Love the show. Diabetes. Well, for Brimley, is the face of diabetes. Uh, I mean, that's a good threat, too, probably, for your kids. Uh, day after trick-or-treating, right? If you don't uh, handle your candy right, it's off to diabetes camp for you next summer. I don't know if that's a good way to go or not. I'm not, I haven't gone through a lot of that training. Wilcox's parenting tips. I don't know. I'm not sure. It sounded like he had a great time, though, so I'm not sure it would be a deterrent in any way. So uh, you're more than welcome to share. Of course, uh, our social media is out there for you, and 844-4WW show as well. Of course, uh, as mentioned, trick-or-treating last night. Uh, We recap coming up. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Feel free to join in the conversation about uh, anything that uh, you feel needs to be reported via via, uh, Halloween last night. Uh, There may have been uh, trick-or-treating that either you participated in or at least were there to watch the uh, parade come through your neighborhood. We did the, um, I don't know if you've ever done this, but uh, because my kids, some of their best friends are in a different neighborhood, we took them to another neighborhood to trick-or-treat and did the leave the bowl of candy behind. Mm -hmm. Ooh. How long in your mind do you think that bowl of candy lasts when you, in other words, we left our house, left the lights on and made it clear that, yeah, we're still participating in the trick-or-treating thing and just had a table with a bowl of candy out front unattended. How long do you think that lasts? You ever done that, by the way? Uh, we do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, all night? Oh uh, Yeah, it should. You think it lasts all night? The kids yeah. in my neighborhood, yeah, they'll come up and they'll take one or two or three. Stop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you, you well, see? I guess this is more insight into you and your neighborhood. You figure that the first kid is a greedy salt I mean, bitch and going to come up there look, and, I, and take the whole I thing. I feel like the odds say that it might not be the first kid, depending on who the first kid is. But I, within 15 minutes, it's been emptied out nine times out of ten. Really? really? I mean, that's an assumption. Um, but I can't imagine that it takes much longer than that. How are you? What are you? How are you both surprised by that? I just, I feel like a lot of 
kids are in my neighborhood go with their parents, and so right. you're not going to take Well, them. if it's tiny little kids, that's different. But once you get to why, you know, middle schoolers who are out there on their own. Why even do it? Just leave a sign up that says, I know you're going to take the whole effing bowl. See you next year. Well, I mean, because you're trying to be festive, and you know there nope. are going to be little kids, and so you want to do that. I'm just, look, I'm not complaining. I'm just discussing. We had a friend who actually has a, uh, you know, the security camera on their door. Oh, yeah. And they, she posted last night on her personal Facebook page, kids who came to her door spotted the camera, by the way, waved to it and got close to it and spoke and then took the entire bowl and just walked away like a big F you to, you know, took the bowl, Harry homeowner, not just the candy, took the bowl, took the bowl, just took the bowl in their arms and walked away. (laughs) <laughs> do they do they know who the kids are? Because I would show up at the house. They did not know the kids, but I think that's part of the reason why she's posted the video on Facebook. Because she assumes that, you know, yeah. maybe somebody does know them. Obviously, it's her neighborhood, so a lot of her friends on Facebook probably know the neighborhood kids. Uh, I received a text last night from Philip, and um, he, had, he discovered something I hadn't heard of and didn't see in my neighborhood. Halloween hogs is what he calls them. Halloween hogs. These effers that pull golf carts on trailers to our neighborhood and zap their zip their little kids around from house to house in a golf cart, then load them up and hit the next neighborhood. I'm pissed for two reasons. It's smart, and fat families are some of the most genius thinkers on how to capitalize on a candy-driven holiday. <laughs> Reason number two I'm pissed it's lazy. You should earn the calories you're about to consume. Mm-hmm. They load up golf carts on trailers. Then drive to nice neighborhoods. <laughs> and then the kids, Come you know, on. zip, go to the next house, get out, walk up, get back on the cart. What has happened to Halloween? Now, I will say this. And now, he's referencing in Charlotte, I assume. Right, your your buddy. Yes, but I mean, depending on where you are, uh, sometimes the driving is almost necessitated. Now, when Woody and I lived in Anchorage, uh, there were nights on Halloween where it was sub zero or not far from it. Right. And by the way, that doesn't deter anybody from trick or treating. They still really. Oh yeah. However, there will occasionally be, and I, you know, especially if the kids are really little. Maybe warranted where you go sort of from block to block. They still walk the block, you know, the cul-de-sac. But there's a there's a family but, with a warm car yeah, they're idling back, right behind they, them. All right, run up to the door now and get the candy, <laughs> then come back to the car, and then we'll go to the next street. Well, that makes sense if you're in Alaska, but people do that in the South, and it's like T-shirt weather sometimes. Grab Sean on line two, see what he's got. Hey, Sean. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good, man. What's up? So last night, it was my wife and I were walking our two-year-old daughter around trick-or-treating, and my brother-in-law and his wife had their young girls, and we ran up on a group of about three or four ten-year-old boys who were telling us that they were dumping the bowls of candy that were left behind in their bags and not to go up to these houses because they already hit these houses. And we started to follow them closely because, I know I probably did it as a kid, but now as a parent, I'm like, that's messed up. So, <laughs> oh, you know what? Right. You're you're the man now. You sold <laughs> out, right. Sean. You used to be cool. Well, that's the adult double standard. We get that. I converted. So um, we started following these kids around, and 
we wanted uh, to see if they kept doing it, and they finally said, hey, let these little kids get some candy before we take it all. My brother-in-law goes, you're damn right you are. <laughs> <laughs> so you nearly had a fight with 10-year-olds last night is what you're saying. <laughs> no, I was standing back. I was letting him do the punch, and if he needed any help, I would have had his back, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of, good. Yeah, that kind of stuff gets me fired up. I feel like there should be a law enacted uh, that once you hit a certain age, you can no longer Jimmy on the Woody and Wilcox Sean, Facebook thank you for page. the call, man. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. 844-4WW show. Every bowl left unattended last night was empty. Here's what's funny is I'm the naysayer, and so we went out to another neighborhood, left the bowl, and I had to come back to the house about an hour later, fully assuming that the bowl would be empty because it was an hour into trick-or-treating. And there was another family walking up as I'm pulling into our driveway. I'm like, bowl's empty, right? And she's like, no, it's good. And it was like four-fifths still full. So to your point, Chelsea, at least for that first hour, there was not that sort of roving, you know, group of kids who were going to steal everything. Now, by the end of the night, completely gone. And I'm sure at some point somebody dumped it, but it went for quite a while without being dumped. I was actually amazingly surprised. I I wish I'd find a kid dumping a whole bowl of candy into their bag, especially if it's like a 12 or 13 year old who's bigger than me. I'm fired up. I'm ready to fight. Chelsea, where are your parents? No, you did. I will follow you home. Don't ruin it for the little kids. It's like. Uh, Thanks to Chris who says saw the golf carts myself last night. Hickory, North Carolina, made sure to tell my wife very loudly how disgusting and lazy they were being. You got to go more aggressive with those kids. 844-4WW show. Here's your opportunity to to get some of that off your chest. What'd you see last night? Strange, unusual, perhaps criminal. What'd uh, you steal? Do we need <laughs> to call the cops? Because, you know, I know the number. Uh, 844-4WW show is the way that you can get through to unburden it. The Woody and Wilcox Show. We were just mentioning this, literally. Um, there is so much, I feel like, to get angry about <laughs> on Halloween, right? It's supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. Kids of a certain age, and I feel like that's not a huge window in terms of age, get out and enjoy some trick-or-treating. How does it work? It's pretty simple. Traditionally, you walk door-to-door in a costume, you knock on a door, you say trick-or-treat, you get some candy, and you go on about your business. It seems to have changed a lot in so many different ways. Uh, Lots of folks ringing in. You can on our Facebook page. Uh, Thanks to those of you that are waiting on hold. uh, 844-4WW-SHOW. We're going to get to you here in a second. Uh, just got this one from Cameron. I like this. Last night, we took our one-year-old daughter uh, out trick-or-treating. Never done that before. Uh, we took our daughter... Uh, oh, well, I don't know. So, sat with the grandparents in the driveway, handing out candy. And there were two women who were probably 45 or older, and they had one kid with them. But the two women also had bags of candy mm. and had more candy than the kid had, probably. None of the three of them were in costume. Cameron says, I'm 26, and I've never felt so old and bitter about something in my life. (laughs) Uh, See, a lot of these older people are like, oh, my other kid's at home, and he's bedridden, and he couldn't come in. Or like, my cousin, he's locked up. And look, (laughs) my cousin is locked (laughs) up? You heard that excuse. Not me, but my mom. Like That's how these adults get by saying, oh, I need candy, not just showing up and being like, I want some too. Well, if you you claim to have a sick child, 
child somewhere and don't, uh, hell is waiting for you soon, by the way. That's horrible karma. Secondarily, if your excuse is my cousin's locked up and he couldn't be here, (laughs) I feel like you're not doing it right. (laughs) That's not a a legal excuse Mm. in this case. Well, you have to come up with something, you know, if you're saying somebody's sick and they're not, that's your death is on you. But yeah, I mean, nine times out of 10, I can't be alone in saying an adult asked me for candy. It's, you know, pound sand. You don't know how this game works. <laughs> uh, Kirsten is on the line at 844-4WWSL. Kirsten, good morning. Good morning. What's going on? What's your story? Um, well, first of all, I saw golf carts as well. I live down in Huntersville. Um, and my husband and I took our daughter up to my mom's neighborhood. It's a really big neighborhood and they had those. But um, on the note of dumping candy from buckets and uh someone said you know there was a camera well we had when i was younger like probably i don't know like four or five years ago um we left the house with my parents halfway through the night and we left out a bucket of candy and before we even made it out of the driveway a group of teenagers had come up and grabbed the bucket and dumped the whole thing right in front of us like no shame just took all the candy wow that's false yeah Yeah, that's huge. I mean, at some point, (laughs) I I even ask myself, like, did we go wrong as a society where they don't even think this is wrong? Like, I get confused. They did they they not understand how this works. (laughs) I begin to wonder. You do feel like, right? There's some some bad parroting out there, and you go, maybe is it possible? And maybe it's not. But is it possible that they don't even think this is not the way it's supposed to go? Like, hey, we got here first. We got it all. And they just assume that that's the way it's supposed to roll. I I don't know. I'm confused. But when you hear something like what you're describing, Kirsten, that sounds like somebody's just like no remorse, no thought about it whatsoever. They almost act like it's, it's the way it's supposed to be. And it's always the older kids, which always bothered me because I, I always loved Halloween. And even when I was older, I, I realized, like, maybe I shouldn't be trick-or-treating, but I was always raised, you know, like, to, to be nice. Only only take a piece of candy or two pieces of candy if the sign says so. Like, mm-hmm. But so many people aren't raised like that anymore, and it makes me sad because now I have my own daughter, and I'm like, well, I'm, I, I wish older kids could trick-or-treat too, but none of them are nice anymore. Like, none of them respect anything, and then there's none for the little kids to have fun. Right. Yeah. It could preach. Now we're all <laughs> old and bitter, right? Yes. <laughs> exactly. So bitter. Get off my lawn! <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate the call, Kirsten. Thank you. Indeed. Yep. Uh, 844-4WW-SHOW. Mitch has got something for us. Mitch, what's up, man? Hey, we went uh, trick-or-treating last night. We did use a golf cart. But in our defense, we did walk in the beginning, but the neighborhood's massive. So we used the golf cart for the backside. But the thing I saw that kind of made me mad the most was they had a group of kids. And I saw this one kid. He was dipping in trick-or-treat. I think if you're old enough to dip, <laughs> too old to trick-or-treat. And not to mention the kids, the group of teenagers that were smoking – I mean, if you're old enough to buy tobacco products, you're old enough to buy a bag of candy. <laughs> How dare you? This is America, Mitch. That's funny, that, though. That maybe, funny. maybe they, you know, sounds sounds like where you live. Maybe they were handing out Kansas Skull. <laughs> yeah, maybe they've gotten the cigarettes <laughs> in a house. Only in Union County. <laughs> but we had two different types of candy. We had candy for neighborhood kids, and we had candy for suspected outsiders. What? What, is that, what does that mean? 
Yeah, to size you know, it up. You, you know, which is, who gets what? What are what are the different types? Well, when they roll up in a minivan and like seventeen people get out, they get the generic Skittles. And when you are walking down the street with a dog and your parents, and you get the little baggie. And the little baggie's got the good stuff in it. So you had, wow, okay. I love it. That's hilarious. That's a lot of assessment, but yeah, I like it. In that kind of a neighborhood, you know, you never know. Fantastic. Mitch, thank you for the call, man. Yes, sir. Have a good day. That's great. You ought to have a sign that says, if you're old enough to dip, (laughs) hit the bricks. That's hilarious. That's strong language. But I feel like technically, right, to buy tobacco, you, you have to be 18. Right, but you, you know, is it, have you been a teenager? Like, no, you can't I know. Get stuff. But I'm saying if you're talking about the legal age, it, yeah, it's way up there. But obviously there, there may be a kid or two who are underneath uh-huh. that age. What? That was just a man who looked like a kid. <laughs> <laughs> if you're old enough to dip. That's great. <laughs> 844-4WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through on the phone. And, of course, at Woody and Wilcox on Twitter, there's the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page as well. Feel free. This is your opportunity, whether you're 26 or some other age, to unburden yourself with your uh, I'm an angry old man qualities, as uh, I think we all felt a little bit of that, depending on what the scenario was for trick-or-treating last night. Woody and Wilcox. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So this is your chance. You know, Halloween was yesterday. My guess is you're aware of that. And uh, perhaps either you have kids and we're out uh, trick-or-treating with them or just fielding people at your home, coming for candy and so forth. I've noticed that it is a fun night but also can be a very frustrating night for a lot of people as well. Mm. Partly because I feel like there's a, a sentiment now that we sense that maybe the uh, the, the country has gone to gone to hell, um, <laughs> ba- and it's and you see the uh, the remnants on uh, trick or treating. It's uh, but there's a certain amount of me first, nobody else. A certain amount of laziness with people being driven around on golf carts and. Well, speaking of that. Uh, why don't you grab EJ and you can get in at 844-4WW-SHOW because we were talking earlier about uh, driving around to different neighborhoods that aren't your own and and having a golf cart on a trailer and then driving your kid through the neighborhood on that. Yeah, EJ, you're on with Woody Wilcox. Oh, what's going on, guys? I listen to the show every day. I love you guys. You're awesome. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, so last night I hooked, I got my four-wheeler out and hooked the trailer to it. Then my wife and my daughter decorated the trailer and the four-wheeler, and then I pulled her around the neighborhood. I can't help it. I'm a lazy parent. I know. <laughs> but it was still really awesome. It is. So it sounds like you almost had like a float, like a decorated parade float. Well, you know, it, it could have been misconstrued as that, maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a positive, right? That feels festive. It doesn't just feel exactly. like you're not somebody. Exactly. And by the way, were you so were you in your neighborhood or did you go to yeah, the yeah. good neighborhood? No, I was, I was in my neighborhood. You know, I mean, it's less walking for her, less walking for us. And it's just easier. And everybody loves it. Well, and I feel like you get extra points, at least for being in your own neighborhood. I mean, yeah. That initially golf cart thing came up because it was people going to somebody, bringing their golf cart to some other part of town just so they could go trick-or-treat in that neighborhood on a golf cart. And I, and 
I was using a four-wheeler, not a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. So, right. What shade yeah. of red is your neck? <laughs> um, uh, the darkest it can get, my friend. <laughs> not to mention I was dressed as a motocross rider on the four-wheeler while they were doing their right. thing. Well, I love so, it. You guys well, make then, it an event. Yeah, then it's almost a prop for your yeah. costume. So, uh, you know exactly. what? You swayed me. You win. No, exactly. you're still lazy, EJ. <laughs> hey, hey, more power to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. There's a certain amount of jealousy that I have there. Uh, 844-4WW shows the way that you can get through. Laura has got something a little bit different. Laura, what's well, your story? I got a little bit miffed sometimes, when, especially the bigger kids wouldn't dress up. So what I did this year is I bought some of those really cheap half masks and some vampire teeth, the plastic vampire teeth. And when someone came to the door that wasn't dressed up, I didn't call them out on it or anything. I just said, hey, would you like a mask? Do you want some vampire teeth? And every single person that I asked was like, yeah, absolutely. So I gave out over a dozen masks to really big guys who all were very excited about getting something to wear. And they also had very specific, really uh, very specific desires about what colors they wanted. So they were really into it. And it turned out to be a really fun way to handle it. So instead of shaming them, you help them out. Well, I mean, I didn't want to shame them. I just wanted to offer it. And if they wanted it, great. If they'd said, no, thank you, I still would have given them candy. But I just I just felt like sometimes people maybe decide at the last minute that they're not quite ready to give up on trick-or-treating, but they haven't prepared anything, so they just go out anyway. And this way they got to do something a little fun. Did they wear them, or did you just find it all over your lawn this morning? No, no, no. They wore them. They absolutely wore them, because my neighbors said that they saw them coming through when their house is down the block. Laura, you're a better person than all of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it came out of, I mean, I'm not a saint. It came out of the fact that I spent my Halloween going, ah, why aren't they dressed up? And then I thought, well, instead of doing that, I can make it fun, and then I have a better time, too. So I'm no saint, but it was a lot more fun. That's a really interesting point because you're right. You can mm-hmm. uh, you can let it bother you, or you can find a different way to handle it, and that's impressive. I I don't this know is that America. would go that way. You let it bother you all night. Well, so so Lindsay on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page said last night I was letting kids pick their own candy, two pieces. One kid right there, right in front of me, grabs three handfuls of candy out of the bowl, and he yells, "I got all the candy." And she goes, yeah, you did, and didn't leave any, anything for anybody else. I actually reached for his hand so he wouldn't go back for a fourth. Where were his parents? It was ridiculous. I let this kid ruin my whole night. Uh, so, I mean, and so she makes a point there, right? Because when that happens and you get so mad at that kid and then you're like, your whole night is ruined, well, you, you know, you let him dictate the, your emotions for the rest of the night. You're upset at the parents, but whatever is, it is, yeah. you're still upset. Right. And so her point on the phone was, I found a way so that I don't get upset when kids don't show up in a costume. I mm. give them one. Not not everybody's going to give out costumes. But I think it's interesting that she decided to find a way that it wouldn't bother her. Right? I mean, that's that's kind of cool. Is there a way for it not to bother me when a kid takes all the candy? I don't uh, know. I saw this online, so I don't know if it's true. Some people in my neighborhood left out a huge bucket of candy because they were gone. I was a greedy little kid. I'd go in for a big handful. This was a deeper than normal bucket, and it had nails in the bottom for greedy little kids like me that wanted to take it all. I had to go to the hospital afterwards. No. What? No. But he put a, they, they, they basically booby-trapped it for anybody who was really digging their fist down into the bucket. 
Is that from back in the day? Because in this day yeah. and age, you'd have a lawsuit on your yeah, hands. Yeah, that may be. If that is, because at some point, they're going to get to the bottom, even doing it the legitimate way. So now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, it sounds good on on the surface, kind of, right? maybe. Look, it's online. Well, well, I'm sure it happens. It's got to be true. 844-4WW-SHOW, the way that you can get through it. The Woody and Wilcox Show. So we've been sort of doing a recap of uh, Halloween yesterday and uh, your uh, interaction with kids or their families or whoever it may be, uh, trick-or-treating, and uh, getting it off your chest, as it uh, mostly is, at 844-4WW-SHOW. One of the ways you could get through, of course, uh, at Woody and Wilcox on Twitter or Instagram and the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page is there for With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. For you too. Looks like Elena has something for us. Elena, you're on with Woody and Wilcox. What's up? Uh, so this year was my first year to uh, like giving out uh, candy to trick or treaters because mm-hmm. I've been obviously living on post on Fort Bragg and I'm off post. Okay. And all the kids that came up to our house, they came in with their obviously parents but in their vehicles so they weren't actually walking door to door so they were just idling by and then and where do you live now uh, i live in cameron north carolina okay so i mean it was probably 68 degrees (laughs) it wasn't like it it was cold it wasn't cold it wasn't that cold no no, i'm from new york but like right no it was a beautiful night is my point right Um, it's just laziness i see this more and more every year of the parents driving the kids around and we're not talking about out in the country where you know there's a little bit of distance from houses we're talking about in a neighborhood where you can like throw a rock and hit the next house yes same same what where uh, where I live is that it's a, you can see the next door neighbor right there. Well, first of all, thank you for your service. A, B. Do you think it's laziness or is it overprotectiveness? I had the same question in my it's mind. It's two different things, right? There are going to be some people who are like, "It's too dangerous. So I'm mm-hmm. going to let you go." Yeah. Like I'm going to be there at every at every possible turn. Or is it like, oh, it's too hard to walk? Well, I don't then know the which. parents are the lazy ones. I think it's laziness because honestly, like again, when we were kids and whatnot, like when obviously like what nine and below, we were with our parents, but our parents walked with us. So I don't think it's because of protection. I just think it's because they're lazy. Mm, I agree with you. Eight four 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 WW shows the way that you can get through. Uh, thanks to Alyssa ringing in on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. I'm 26. I bought a house earlier this year. I've been looking forward to Halloween and having my own trick-or-treaters since moving in. However, I was extremely disappointed when kids were ringing my doorbell. By the way, my puppy losing its mind mm-hmm. each time. Mm-hmm. Not saying trick-or-treat. Not saying happy Halloween. Basically just saying, give me candy. Nope. No candy for you. I got really good at closing the door on several kids. <laughs> wow. Yep. Right there with you. That's a bold move. Is it? I think it is. You're punishing a kid because their parents taught them 
Uh, I feel like any kid knows you say trick or treat. Yeah, I mean, you're you talking. She, I assume she's not talking about three year olds. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I hey, think you're talking yeah. about she kids sounds who, pretty who mean. Know better. She sounds like she's slamming. What you can't talk? You're only two. Nothing for you. That's not what she's saying at all. Why are you twisting it around like that? You were doing so well too. I felt mm-hmm. like this was actually rolling fairly well this morning. Mm-hmm. So, Alyssa, that's Woody at iHeartMedia. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd like to come by and uh, either slam the door in my face, legitimately slam the door in his face, or at least do it uh, somehow uh, through the internet, that'd be fine. Uh, here's what we are going to do: uh, we're going to make all of our everybody's going to feel better. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna look at the misfortunes of others uh, due to their own stupidity, and we're going to play around if it happened in Florida, and the world is going to be a better place because of it. All right. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Uh, what we've got here is It Happened in Florida, and if for some reason you're not familiar with that, uh, 844-4WW-SHOW is the way that you can get through. Uh, Woody and I are going to share three stories real quick. All three of these stories are true, but one of them happened in the troubled state of Florida, and you just have to spot the Florida story from the other two. It's that easy. Woody, why don't you start out with story number one? Story number one is a scary tale of additional officers being dispatched to the scene of a 1337. Chelsea, 1337. A muffler bracket on a pinto? Mm. It's a 1338. 1337 is a man refusing to unclench his buttocks during a traffic stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, refusing to unclench your buttocks during a traffic stop? Yes. Is illegal? Yes. How are they measuring that? Well, uh, when Can the they off- see it on my face? Uh, well, yeah, they, they uh, pulled a man over in store number one, and they saw him doing some interesting movements. With his face? And then sitting in an awkward position. Man, I was doing a lot of that last week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. were. Uh, they said, excuse me, uh, we'd like to search you. And that's when he refused to move, clenching even tighter. Well, refusing to move and then over-clenching during the probe, two different things. Front button, back button. When the man stood up, uh, eventually a used syringe and a burnt spoon fell to the ground. Ugh. No go hole. They... Uh, Revealed more drug paraphernalia in the car after a brief search. Was it in Florida where he was arrested for refusing to unclench his buttocks? Hate us because they ain't it. Story number two uh, has to do with something that I think, well, I don't want to say this exact thing goes on uh, all the time, although it probably does. It's the story of a man who uh, was accused of texting his girlfriend negative things texting calling i guess harassing would be the right way to phrase it and he was actually sentenced by a judge anybody want to guess what the sentencing might be when you've sent and in this case they tallied it up he sent 144 nasty texts to his ex-girlfriend obviously in some form of harassment he gets to stand out in public while women harass him no, but you are on the right path. It is something unorthodox. Obviously, that's why I've brought it up. The judge in this particular case said he now has to say 144 nice things about his ex-girlfriend and write them down. Is wow. this preschool? 
That's going to Great question, right. Chelsea. The judge said that he has to write 144 compliments about his ex-girlfriend and is not allowed to repeat words when writing the nice things. That's tough. This is in a U.S., by the way. I'll give you that right now. This mm. is here in the United States, in a U.S. state. Is it Florida is my question for you. 844-4WW-SHOW. Woody's got the third and final. Third and final story poses an interesting question. What do you do when a man in a ski mask breaks into your house at midnight, tackles your mom, and then demands money? The correct answer is, Chelsea, no, you're wrong. The correct answer is what the woman in story number three did, shoot him in the buttocks with a gun named Barbara. All right, now you're just playing Mad Libs. I am not playing Mad Libs. The woman got up in the middle of the night to see a big man with a ski mask on. Quote, I walked out of my bedroom and I see a big guy standing in the hallway with a ski mask on. He says, shh, to me. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be quiet. I went to go get my bat or my gun, which I named Barbara. That's important. Because either way, he's leaving this house hurt. She fired the gun twice before realizing that she had hit him. He was running away at the time. Barbara is now in custody. Excuse me, the, the man gun? is in custody. Barbara is in evidence. Is it in Florida where there's a lot of crazy going on there? Tackling moms, demanding cash. She didn't have a naked grandma gun, on hand. Guns named Barbara. That's right. We learned last week mm-hmm. a naked grandmother will solve all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alina? All three stories actually happened. Which one went down in Florida, do you think? Naked Grandma! <laughs> they are all fantastic, but I'm going to have to go with story number one. Story number one! Yep. Yes! Nice job. <laughs> Okaloosa Island, uh, Florida, is where the man refused to unclench, and he was arrested. It could have been the drugs. Could have been the drugs. Maybe. Story number two, uh, Hawaii is where this one went down. A judge in Maui, after the man wrote 144 nasty texts to his ex-girlfriend, now has to write 144 nice things. Not repeating anything, by the way. This wasn't his only sentence, mind you. He had already been in jail for 157 days before the sentencing, so he was given that, plus two years of probation, $2,400 in fines, and 200 hours of community service. Wow. So all of a sudden, the 144 compliments doesn't seem like a lenient sentence at all, honestly. And in Spartanburg, South Carolina, is where a woman recently purchased a handgun, which she named Barbara, for protection for her family, thinking she would never use it. However, she recently did, and that man is now in custody. Barbara did her job. The Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't know if you know this, but uh, there's baseball happening. And you may be one of these people. Yes, still. Matter of fact, uh, the biggest of them all, tonight there's a Game 7 in the World Series between Los Angeles and Houston. Dodgers won last night 3-1, to one, forcing the Game 7. If you uh, didn't catch that, I believe I have audio. Strike away from the Game 7. This series too good to end in 6. Dodgers force a Game 7. They win it 3-1. to one. It's your boy Joe Buck, right? 
Oh, yeah. And by the way, for those that are naysayers on baseball and are like, oh, nobody's watching it, um, each game has been the most watched show uh, more than any other TV show out there on networks or anything else. So there are still a lot of people who are in- engaged with the uh, with watching the World Series on TV. So I think that's sort of the uh, decline of baseball has been a little bit exaggerated by a lot of folks. Now, granted... Uh, Let's see. That was game six last night. I believe game five was the one that took five and a half hours. You're talking about where it was 13 to 12 in extra innings. Yeah. I mean, think about that for a second. Those of you that don't follow baseball very closely, traditionally an NFL game is somewhere in the neighborhood of three to three and a half hours. Maybe, maybe usually three, three, 15 basketball games, a couple of hours, five and a half hours. Well, it's and an that's exciting what, and sport. For somebody who's not a fan, that's one of the things that they always throw out there. Oh, it's too long. Oh, it's too boring and so forth. But there's always something in there that's uh, exciting for you. You just have to pick through it, I guess. <laughs> Did you see the woman that uh, caught a home run ball? Uh, it was in, in, in L.A. She's an Astros fan, so she's right there basically on the other side of the, the home run line. And... Did you call it the home run line? I forget what I mean. Uh, Dodger the Stadium, fence? the fence, but there's a line on it. I don't know what it is. She catches it, but she's obviously not a fan of the Dodgers. She's dressed head to toe in Houston Astros gear, mm-hmm. and she catches it, and she's like, "Wow!" Because let's face it, we've all been to sporting events in our lives. The chances of you catching a home run ball for mm-hmm. most of us is pretty slim. Dude, two seats over, grabs it out of her hand and throws it back onto the field. A stranger grabbed the ball out of her hand? Turns out not a stranger. Her brother-in-law. Angrily, if you've seen the video, I mean, he is pissed that she caught the ball. And is like, you, you know, because in, in certain teams' culture, if you want to say that, you catch a home run ball for your team, you get to keep it. If you catch a home run ball from the other team, you throw it back on the field like, ha, I don't want your souvenir. Aren't all teams like that? Isn't there some kind of peer pressure, a throw it back chant that goes on during, during the World Series? I think, you know, I'm a Padres fan. They, they show up in the third inning and leave in the... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Six, and for the most part, really don't care who's playing. Or I think a little bit of that happens no matter what field you're at. So she is upset that her brother-in-law ripped it out of her hands and threw it back, not because, you know, he he she wasn't going to do it. She didn't get a chance to do it. He just immediately jumped in, and he seems like that type of guy just from the few seconds that I saw him on national TV to be a complete <laughs> dick <laughs> in every facet of his life because she's like, look, I was going to throw it back. You just got to give me a second because he gives her Upwards of three seconds to get rid of it. It's like physically mansplaining something to her without words. Exactly, Chuck. He says he wants to make it up to her by giving her his Nolan Ryan signed bat and ball. Oh, so he's already been approached by the media and has rung in on this. Yeah. 
So he's, you know, he feels bad about it. It's his sister-in-law, and he just ripped it out of her hands. Exactly, Chelsea. Mansplaining without words. Mm-hmm. This is what you do to a home right. run ball. Well, so those little nuggets maybe keep some of you who aren't huge baseball fans somewhat engaged when the World Series rolls around. And if you can't get excited about a Game 7, then maybe there'll be a home run that gets swiped out of somebody's hand. Or maybe, or maybe Joe Buck will do the right thing when he's calling the game tonight on Fox and do it a little bit more like this guy. When they say he has great hands, I know exactly what they mean. So a week of openers and home openers, my favorite time of year. The 1-1 pitch inside, ball two. And watch Harris at the plate. As he strokes his wood, notice his thighs. They squeeze and stiffen, bursting upon his trouser seams, surging like breakers pounding a quiet shore. Martinez set, kicks and fires, breaking ball, just catches the inside corner in the count evens. And as his thighs crook and flex as he bends, his stiff and durable hind part gesticulates, wigwags, as if to say, how do you do, to the pavilion seats right behind him. And I have the luxury of using my binoculars now to get a closer look at the fine art, the sculptor that is this man. And I notice a warm stream of salty brine trickling its way down the neck, slithering to the bushy, abundant, shaggy chest mane, only to be absorbed like a hungry sponge. Wow. It's quite warm down in the field tonight. The 2-2 delivery hit well, but not well enough. Monroe in right center under it grabs it for the final out. So Harris puts on a show at the dish, but fails to grab a bag. After three and a half, still no score. So we'll see. I don't, you know, I don't know if your boy Joe Buck will get into that. But not my boy. Um, any use of time? I mean, if if just thinking about the phrase "stiff and durable hind part" uh, <laughs> is probably enough to get some of us through uh, through a baseball game, if you're not a huge fan. Well, it's the last one of the season, so there is that tonight. The Woody and Wilcox Show. Uh, who saw Dave Grohl last night on uh, Fallon's show? Kimmel's show, you mean? That's right. It, uh, oh, it was. That's right. It was Kimmel. Why did I say Fallon's show? Because uh, you th- you were watching at... something funny and you thought, wait a second, <laughs> that wouldn't make sense. No, you, just, Damn it, you went against your own up. rule. Right. <laughs> you know, you hate Fallon. Anyway, you're it's right. Okay. It was Kimmel's show. So Dave Grohl is on Kimmel's show last night as a guest host. Mm-hmm. And he dresses as David Letterman because it's Halloween. So he comes out in costume as David Letterman. The full bearded hosting Jimmy Kimmel's show. He's wearing the classic blue and gold Letterman's jacket that Dave used to wear like back in the 80s or early 90s. Full gray hair, full gray beard. Doesn't try to really pretend that he's Letterman when he speaks, though. Everybody. I'm your guest host for tonight, Dave Letterman Grohl. Yes, I'm Dave Grohl, dressed as Dave Letterman, in for Jimmy Kimmel. It's confusing. I get it, especially if you're home watching right now, stone to the bone. By the way, while he's not trying to do an impression of Letterman, the outfit, like if you just saw it from a distance... I wouldn't be able to say necessarily that it wasn't Letterman. Like it was, it was good enough. Really? Wouldn't you say? I mean, you saw it, Woody. Yes. I just tweeted it out, by the way, Chelsea. So at Woody and Wilcox, if you're <laughs> looking for the video, because you won't find it obviously anywhere else on the internet, only on our Twitter feed. 
Uh, but you can see it, Chelsea, for yourself. Oh, it's really good. <laughs> and just like Dave, I'd like to announce my retirement from late night TV. <laughs> yeah, this will be my final show. <laughs> it's been quite a ride, though, you know. You may know me from my role as lobby passerby in the 1996 episode of The X-Files, or maybe from my band, The Foo Fighters. By the way, apparently he was lobby passerby in The, uh, in the X-Files in that episode. I'm on his uh, IMDb page, 1996. I thought that was a made-up thing. I looked it up, too. The episode entitled Pusher, he was lobby passerby. <laughs> Like, I thought that was totally made up when he said that, but no. It's been quite a ride, though, you know. You may know me from my role as lobby passerby in the 1996 episode of The X-Files, or maybe from my band, The Foo Fighters. Okay. It's the second one, I guess. That's fine. But I'm not the only one in costume tonight. Everyone on the Kimmel staff is dressed up as a musician from the 80s. Uh, our announcer, Dickies, D. Schneider, there he is. What do you think of the Letterman, Chelsea? Pretty good, the right? The look? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's really good. It is impressive. That's not just thrown together. It, I think he had some help. It was impressive because they had uh, Kristen Bell on. She was dressed as Magnum P.I. Ooh. And they did a mashup of Do You Want to Build a Snowman? <laughs> With Enter Sandman from Metallica. It's up on the blog page right now. And they, it goes over to the band, and Dave gets on drums as David Letterman. So as you're looking at the band, there's a guy dressed as D. Snyder. You go, well, that's weird. And then there's a guy dressed as Prince on guitar. David Letterman is playing the drums, but it's Dave Grohl, and it's Kristen Bell singing a mashup of Do You Want to Build a Snowman and Enter Sandman. As Magnum P.I. As ma- Of course. Why, why else would I you? I feel like if I wasn't high to begin with, I'm going right. to get high now. Stoned to the bone. Yep. <laughs> there is a contact high you will get from watching that video. So you can start on the uh, Twitter, at Woody and Wilcox, and then uh, I'll tweet out the link to the, uh, the band playing as well. So you can find that there, too. The Woody and Wilcox Show. What did we learn on the Woody and Wilcox Show today? Nothing. I wouldn't uh, say that that's accurate. One thing is, uh, we learned that different people look different ways when they faint on a live TV show, uh, like Wendy Williams did yesterday. Halloween uh, costume contest. We do it every year. It's always a lot of fun. Let's get started. Our first caress. Those are the sounds of Wendy Williams, daytime TV talk show host, fainting on her live show. They did a live Halloween show yesterday, and she's wearing a Statue of Liberty costume and just like a bag of broccoli goes down. And initially you go, whoa, because the look on her face, I I tweeted it out at Woody Wilkes. I'm sure you won't find it anywhere else on the Internet. Uh, But she was okay, it turns out. That was not a stunt. I'm overheated in my costume and I did pass out. But you know what? I'm a champ and I'm back. So the contest winners are Lily. So uh, do yourself a favor and watch that. I've never seen anyone quite like that in terms of fainting. What else did we learn? It's that time of year with Halloween here. The folks at Forbes put out the list of top earning dead celebrities. 
you know me. I'm always fascinated by this. Michael Jackson is almost always at the top of the list. Been dead since 2009, and he made $75 million in the last 12 months. It's mind-blowing. It is kind of mind-blowing, and obviously there's so many reasons for that. I thought actually more mind-blowing, and I, I'm going to do some dil- due diligence on this. Number two on the list was not some of the ones that people think of a lot, like Elvis. It wasn't Prince. Not John Lennon. These are all people who were in the top ten. Number two on the uh, top-earning dead celebrity list was Arnold Palmer. Some kids may not even know he's not just the guy with the drink named after him. He was a great golfer back in the day. Been dead just over a year, but made $40 million in the last 12 months while not living. So kids, there's something to shoot for, I guess. I don't know exactly what that means. We had a Woody Game Wednesday today. And honestly, on the spectrum of Woody Game Wednesdays, this one was... I might even dare to call it solid. Thank you. I'm not saying it's good. That's why we were celebrating Dia de los Muertos today, and uh, simply Chelsea and I had to figure out if celebrities were dead or alive. Uh, we did Facebook Live it, so you can see that now in video form on the Woody and Wilcox Facebook page. You can also find it, of course, on the podcast. We also discovered that there's such a thing as asthma camp on the show today. I didn't know about that, and diabetes camp. We had a sort of a lengthy discussion about the more unusual camps that kids can go to. And then, of course, we had a lengthy discussion about Halloween. There was a lot of opportunity on the show today for you to unburden yourself, get stuff off your chest, whether it's as a homeowner, greeting, trick-or-treaters, the odd things that were given out or taken away. And you can find all that on the podcast, too. By the way, we did find out good news for those of you that like to watch uh, your phone and walk and have sometimes run into things as you're doing that down the street. In Austria, they've started putting padding on light posts just in case. They actually call them airbags. So there's that. That's something that we learned today. We learned that you can get arrested for not not unclenching during a traffic stop. That was something that Woody just told us about. Yes, you're right. We learned that uh, Dave Grohl does a pretty good Dave Letterman. Way better than Woody's. No, I'm not going to play Woody's clip of David Letterman. Anything else you missed, you'll find it on the podcast. Look for the Woody and Wilcox channel on iHeartRadio. That's a free download. You can grab that app for any of your devices and then find the Woody and Wilcox channel on it. By the way, if you find anything odd on Craigslist, don't forget that one of the things that we'll do on Thursday is play around at Craigslist Price is Right. So send in anything odd you find to Woody at iHeartMedia.com. Intern Dave, is there anything you want to add to sort of put a bow on the show for today? Uh, Another great show, guys. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. Everyone in this room is now dumber. Not for a second have I even dwelled on the fact that the show's over. I don't... uh... It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. I don't uh, think about it. I, I try not to think about it, and therefore I, you know, don't. Why don't you stop talking for a while? Because it's a very healthy way to deal with something that is very ultimately not that important in the long run. It's not, not, uh, not important at all. The Woody and Wilcox Show. You can stick something in there, and then you smell it. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 